J.T. Crowley is talking books. On the show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, everybody. I'm J.T. Crowley, and I'm delighted to have on my show today Vincent D'Souza to talk about his book, Happy People, Happy World. Under the main title, Vincent has put the words Prayers to Heal and the World. It's a smallish book of about 40 pages with prayers and hymns in it, creatively set out in nine sections, including the introduction and the glossary. Vincent was born in Kampala, Uganda, of Indian ethnicity. Soon after, the family moved to Kenya and eventually to the UK, where Vincent went to Highbury Grammar School in London. He then went on to Reading University to read agriculture and agricultural engineering, uh, where he obtained both bachelor and master's degrees. He's lived in several places throughout the world. He's lived not only in the United Kingdom, but after his degrees, he went to Venezuela, where he spent some time. Then he came back, and then he went back to Venezuela. (laughs) And so he, he goes all over the place, believe you me, everybody. And then in around 1991, he decided to up sticks and head off to Australia. And that's where he's remained for quite a while, for over 30 years. He's now lives in Western Australia, just north of Perth. And so he's led quite an interesting life. And, you know, throughout the podcast, I think you'll see, you'll totally agree with me. So I'm going to invite um, Vincent onto the show to come and talk to us all about his book. Vincent, come and have a chat. Good. This book was inspired at a time when my brother was terminal with cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that time, I uh, got what is called in the book, The Seven Stations of the Healing Cross. Yes, I know that one, yes. Yeah, and that was a way of uh, uh, forgiving yourself and forgiving anybody you may imagine had done anything to you and then working up to a higher level where you became one with God. Because once you forgive yourself, then you're pure and you go up the scale until you're back to oneness. Ah. And I've got a couple of questions, Vincent, if you don't mind. Good. So I'm going to come good. back to what you've just said. Good. Vincent, good. Um, the prayers and hymns in the book, are they your own version? Or good. are they revised ed- editations? Or are they taken from elsewhere? Um, the well, reason why good. I ask is, when I look at chapter two in your book, headed up the new rosary, I can identify with the Hail Mary and the Glory Be, albeit modified versions as to how I know them. But yeah. the Lord's Prayer, which most people identify as the Our Father, is very, very different. And I know you put Lords in brackets. Um, <laughs> do you mind if I read this Lord's Prayer out? No, you may, you may. Let Could me read it out to everybody, okay? And then they'll see why, what I'm getting at. I'm just going back onto my um, laptop here, everybody. 
And so this is what's in the book, everybody. It's on page three of Vincent's book. And it's the I am in brackets, Lord's Prayer. Beloved Almighty, glorious and holy creator God of all, immanent in all your creation, I am your child. I am the instrument of your well-being done. I am living on earth as I am one with you in spirit. I am sharing your blessings with all your creation. I am forgiven for, by all creation in the measures in which I forgive all creation. I am leading all creation away from temptation. I am delivering all creation from the power of the evil one. I am living a life of good conduct, love, truth, peace, and selfless service towards all creation in accordance with your divine will, under your grace, in a perfect way. The spirit which I am is the kingdom, power and glory in eternal, immortal manifestation. All this I am, I am, I am, amen. It's quite a powerful prayer, isn't it? Why this version? Uh, well, uh, you see, the, the other prayer, when you say it, it's like you're talking to God who's somewhere else. You know, you're, you're here and you're talking to God somewhere else. Whereas really, um, when God um, saw Moses in the desert and he said, who are you? Who shall I tell them, send me? He said, tell them I am. Because this I am means I'm everything. And he, said, he reiterates that when he says, I am that I am. And then it says in the Bible, we are made in God's image and likeness. So we are made in God's image and likeness. We are also I am. And we don't pray to God as to God somewhere else. Because <laughs> in the early part of the Bible, it says God is in everything. So that's where the, the thing that we are children of God. And we are God's will being done. Because, I mean, we have free will. <laughs> we can choose not to do oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. You see? So, yeah, that, that's the reason why this is a... I uh, the, the Lord's Prayer as an affirmation because we are doing it together. Ah, we are co-creating. I see now, yes. Because, yes, I understand affirmations. I understand that. Yes. It's a very powerful one because it, uh, it uh, what's the word, sort of reinforces our uh, beliefs about ourselves. Ah, so there you go, everybody. That's why Vincent put in his book that version because most of us would have been expecting the Our Father. And yes, I could see the Hail Mary, and I could see the glory be there, although slightly different. Um, so I thought, I'm going to ask him this one. Um, I mentioned something about the Hail Mary. Yes. Okay, the Hail Mary is important, because I agree with the Catholic one. But in the, the revelation I've got from Jesus through a book, through a book called The Way of Mastery, it's because we are spirit, the image and likeness of God, having a material experience, we cannot sin. We are just having experiences. There's no right and wrong. So in the Hail Mary, I'm not saying pray for us sinners now. No, pray for us, the children of God, which follows from the, our Father. Now, until our victory over the illusions of sin, disease, and death. Because sin, disease, and death are just energy changes. We are 
perfect spirit, complete in every way, experiencing creation and advancing the frontiers of creation. That's an interesting point of view. Um, Vincent, if I may, I want to dig a little further into your um, book. Um, and still under the new rosary section, you talk about yeah. the mysteries of the rosary, the joyful, yeah. sorrowful, yeah. and glorious, and what yeah. they incorporate, enshrine. Why not the luminous mysteries, which touches upon the baptism of the Lord, the wedding at Cana, the proclamation of the kingdom of God and the call to conversion. And there are others. Actually, Why just the three? After, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you asked that question because oh, after we, spoke, <laughs> we spoke on an earlier occasion, I looked up the luminous mysteries. I didn't know. I knew, knew they existed. I didn't know what they were. But you see what the luminous mysteries are doing. They're making out that Christ or Jesus, Jesus, Jeshua ben Joseph, is the like the elevated one, you know, the only son of God, they say in some of the Christian Catholic prayers. That is not true because all of us, doesn't matter your race, color, anything, we are children of God. We are God having a material experience because God is not that lovely father in the sky, kind-faced and all that. God is I put it in another book I've got, like the quantum, the physicists talk about quantum physics. In the quantum field, there's infinite possibilities and potentials. So that's a good description of God. But the quantum field cannot uh, like come and create things. It needs humans like us in this dimension to create things. And that's where we are children of God, created by God to experience creation and advance it. I, I agree with you there. Um, do you know, when I look at your book, Vincent, mm. the, the chapter that stands out the most for me is chapter five, the seven mm. stations of the healing cross. Yes. I suppose, and we've already, you've already touched upon this, I suppose the stations of the cross is more synonymous with the Catholic Church why have you put this in this chapter in your book? Um, I, I use the word stations mainly like steps, you know, like in the sense of like you're climbing a hill. Okay. And ah. as you reach higher, you're reaching a higher vibration. So when you're in the bottom and you've got guilt and shame or grief or things like you're in a very low vibration and that is a vibration of the emotions in creation this was um discovered by a dr david hawkins actually he got knighted before he passed away yes and it's a scale that goes from 10 to the power of zero to 10 to the power of 1000 now, people like Jesus, Krishna, Buddha are at 10 to the power of 1,000. And we, because of the vibrations we are holding, are much, much lower. It starts at shame at 10 to the power of 20. I won't go through the details. But at 10 to the power of 200, you've got courage, which is 10 to the power of 200. And then you got, it goes uh, geometrically. So love is 10 to the power of 500. Joy is 10 to the power of 540. 
and enlightenment peace is 600 10 to the power of 600 and enlightenment is 10 to the power of 700 but what enlightenment means is you have become one with everything that's what i said earlier i am that i am so that's where the that's where that uh, station of the healing ah. comes. raising your vibration as you forgive yourself you forgive everybody and you go through some similar steps to the, the catholic church but it's not like the 14 stations of you know christ or yes. anything like that. <laughs> that's why i said it's anonymous with the catholic church because when you enter a catholic yes. church you can see all the 14 stations of the cross exactly i know exactly. across and that's how you identify as the catholic church because yeah. you know, over here, the Church of England and other churches, they don't have them up. Oh, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> I, I want to read a prayer that you've put in this section. Is that okay? And it's yes. the keeper's yes, prayer. Am I okay yes. to read it? So that yes. everybody can, again can have something. A... That, that's from um, Summit Light University. They've got a book. Uh, it's... Um, uh, was it? It's of uh, Mary. It's about Mary, and this is a prayer that she uses for to say the rosary in that book. Okay. Ah, I wonder where you got it from. I'm just yeah, going to yeah. read that, it, everybody. I'm on my iPad again. I'm going to read it out because I think it's a beautiful prayer. It, the keeper's daily prayer. A flame is active. A flame is vital. A flame is eternal. I am a God. Flame of radiant love from the very heart of God in the great central sun, descended from the master of life. I am charged now with beloved Helios and best of supreme God consciousness and solar awareness. Pilgrims upon earth, I am walking daily the way of the ascended master's victory that leads to my eternal freedom by the power of the sacred fire. This day and always continually made manifest in my thoughts, feelings, and immediate awareness, transcending and transmuting all the elements of earth within my four lower bodies, and freeing me by the power of the sacred fire from those misqualified foci of energy within my being. It's an interesting prayer, isn't it? It is. And it's, it, I just realized just now, it's confirming what I told you about the seven stations, which were inspired to me. That's why and, I read You're that. going up the vibration. <laughs> you're, being, you're being lifted up, you see, as you leave the baggage behind. <laughs> That's why I read it out. So I thought there's a link here. Great. And I thought it's quite significant. Yeah. So I wanted to bring it in so that people get perfect. a flavor of what you and your book are about. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, I want to just go on a little bit further because the whole idea, Vincent, of the podcast is to give people a flavor of you and the, uh, the book. It's not to mm -hmm. give everything away. It's just to a yeah, tantalizing little look, a peek behind <laughs> Yeah, 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 um, yeah. In, I, I like ch chapter eight. And mm. Why? Because this is um, headed up the greatest prayers, everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the greatest prayer, yeah. Why did you choose to put here a reference to the Hawaiian prayer, Ho'opono, Pono, and the Hindu word, Namaste? Well, there's two reasons. One is because in the seven stations of the healing cross, you start with forgiveness. If you haven't forgiven and you don't love yourself, 
and everybody because nobody does anything to us i am that i am they are different versions of us because our essence which is the spirit of god is identical this is god experiencing creation so when we perceive now this is very important this word it's our perceptions based on our programming and our beliefs we believe they do things that are bad in inverted commas to us but they don't all they are mirroring to us is things we have to baggage we have to clear up in our lives because jesus teaches in the way of mastery it takes one to know one <laughs> i agree totally um how does spiritualism play out in your own daily life uh, does it have a more significant role now in your present day than say in the past or has it always had a dominant part of your life no more recently uh, i'd say maybe in the last 30 or 35 years old because i'm now i'm going to be 74 in another 5 or 6 weeks that look uh, that the thank you the the um, uh, it started when i had a little crisis coming back from venezuela to england another yeah, one of his trips uh, my, everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, my wife and daughters went ahead and while i was alone that's when i came across christian metaphysical teaching i knew there was something missing in my life because i aspired to be a transgender i felt like a woman i didn't know who to turn to i couldn't turn to the church <laughs> i couldn't i didn't turn to doctors didn't mention anything in my family And then I saw the thing about spirituality, and I think you know there's something wrong with it. So well, spirit should be able to you know help me to heal, and that's when I got into Christian metaphysical teaching, realizing that I'm spirit, that we come here to have different experiences, that even with our families, if we got issues, and this has happened in my life, we've got past issues that need to be resolved. We come together again, slightly different roles, but similar issues. and that has happened in this life because with my parents uh, we resolved issues for me and my ex-wife so what happened is from that time i started things like meditation um the theme of um, both the books i've written is just be love because our essence is love and love is as i said earlier 10 to the 500 okay when so you forgive yourself forgive everybody then and love yourself then you can love others in the same measure that you love yourself that's the lord's prayer that's an interesting point um what um would the listeners and viewers of vincent gain from picking up your book and reading it who's it aimed at um what message are you trying to get across in this book okay it's uh, the first the first thing is that people should love themselves forgive themselves for everything because everything that's happened has been chosen by them even their parents every event is co-created between all the i ams that god is see he said i am that i am so all the i ams is god interacting and we learn things they're not right or wrong jesus teaches that in the way of master there's no right or wrong 
they're just experiences. What we're living in this world is a dream. Now, this is difficult for people to accept. But mm. when you realize that, you're more neutral about your reactions, your perceptions, and you have a happier life. When you learn to love yourself, uh, and you go up the scale, as Dr. David Hawkins proved in his life, he, he was declared terminally ill three times. He raised his vibration above joy and got healed once within hours of supposedly dying, according okay. to the allopathic uh -huh. medicine. You certainly have so got, you, you come from a very different angle, don't you, when it comes to spiritualism and Christianity, don't you? It's uh, down-to-earth spiritualism because it's, you know, living in the world and enjoying it, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. It's, it's difficult <laughs> sometimes because we've been programmed differently. Um, Vincent, I'm going to ask you a very sensitive question here. And yes, I think it's poignant. And we've talked about this, so you're happy to answer it. Yes, yes. Recently identified yourself as transgender. Yes. Was this a difficult moment in your life, or was this something that had been simmering away in your thoughts, ideology, for a while? I mean, I can only imagine it was a very profound moment in your life. Now, some people would argue, or raise here, and say that transgender is somewhat at odds with the, word, the Lord's teachings. Mm. Um, so, but before I want to answer it or countenance that statement, I want to say to people, well, I'm going to refer you to chapter 8 in St. John's Gospel, chapter 8, uh, verses 3 to 7. And it's about the story of the adulterous woman who was found out and the, the punishment in those days was to be stoned. Mm -hmm. Now, the scribes and the Pharisees met with Jesus and they knew what the answer was, what he should say, but they didn't expect this. Mm -hmm. Because it's here the scribes and the Pharisees, they taunt Jesus with the adulterous woman who they see should be stoned in public for what she's done. But they weren't ready for his reply. <laughs> he replies, you know where I'm coming from, don't you? Yes, yes. He replies, let he, that is without sin amongst you, let him first cast the stone. Yes. Do you want to talk about your um, transgender bit here and to countenance what some people might argue as, well, this is at totally at odds with the Lord's teachings? Well, I, I will steps. give a, a, a very brief um, I, um, perspective of what's happened, what, I, what happened with me. And I'll add something else uh, to add to what uh, John's, uh, John's uh, gospel. Um, I felt, I felt like this since I was 11 years old. I never told anybody about it. Um, I was trying to sort things out on my own. When I came to Australia, a number of in, uh, incidents, well, I um, happened. I stopped the process and I thought it was divine intervention. <laughs> but uh, I started it again because after a month and a half after coming here, 
I was feeling so bad, I went to see a doctor and he sent me to a doctor who specialized in transvestites and transgenders, saw a psychiatrist, I saw public um, hospital doctors. All of them couldn't understand my feelings because I had a wife and two daughters. And um, they finally approved me for gender reassignment, but I didn't do it until two years ago because I was pleasing my family. I had two daughters who were in high school, one was going to uni. And then after it's not to interfere with their careers, then for my wife, and then we divorced and uh, still accommodating them, you know, to keep the contact. I was codependent until about two years ago, I finally decided, no, I got to love myself enough to do what's good for me. And it was freedom. And there was, there was an incredible synchronicities which I can share with your listeners. I went to India where I didn't know anybody, to a city I, I didn't know. I was a bit apprehensive, but the clinic was perfect. The staff were perfect. The, even the cleaners were kind and everything. The doctors were excellent. And to put a cherry on the cake, on my flight back, I was upgraded from economy to business. <laughs> So you said you were going to add on a bit, you know, to my yes, um, yes, yes, Gospel yes, of St. Yes, John. You know, yeah, a lot of people have the perception that, uh, um, that uh, God, let's put it this way, the Father or God doesn't approve. Now, in a series of books called The Trojan Horse, which I started reading in Venezuela, there's nine, nine books in the series. It's about the U.S. Air Force making a time machine and sending a chap from the military and the Air Force to uh, Palestine during the week of the Passion. They were all at all key events. And they recorded this with modern technology. The only mandate was you can't interfere because you'll change history. So in one of those instances, they, there was a gay Jew, very rich, we invited them to a party. So they went to the party, and on the way home, one of the followers or apostles, I don't know if it was an apostle, he said to Jesus, uh, Rabbi, is what that man doing right? And Jesus' answer was brilliant. Would the father make a mistake? Who created you? You're God's image and likeness. You cannot sin. You're just having experiences and the Father's having them through you. You reap what you sow. <laughs> you reap what you sow, indeed you do. Um, I just want to say, Vincent, you know, when I've looked at your book and, you know, over the chats that we've had, you, you know, as I said, everybody, this is a prayer book and it's got beautiful hymns in it. It's different version. And when you look at um, Vincent's life, it's been very varied. It's, he's had his ups and his downs. Uh, he's, so he's had a very interesting life. But um, so for me, um, this is a book for those that have broad minds. And when it comes to prayer, you know, or religious books, you need to have a very enlightened broad mind here. But it is a quite a um, an eye-opening um book on prayers and hymns coming from a, a different angle. So, 
No, I'm just going to say to people, so those of you who, who you know, want a thought-provoking book, a curious book, a different book, a reflective book, then this is the book for you. And I simply say, go and have a read. Now, Vincent, can they get, where can people get your book? Well, they can get it from Balboa Press. It's offered on Amazon and uh, Barnes & Noble. Um, but um, I, it, it, there's a whole marketing process going on. But those are the main ones that I remember. Uh, Balboa Press are the publishers. They're a subsidiary of Hay House. Um, but um, um, may I add uh, something to what you Please just do. said? For, for people who are looking for a different path where they will feel better with themselves and be able to forgive and love themselves, if they do the seven stations of the healing cross and use the greatest prayer, and there's a hymn over there, I'm spirit, I'm free, you can get healed. I'm not saying you will be healed. I'm saying you have the possibility to get healed. And um, you don't need to do any drastic things, you know, with your life. Just have faith. <laughs> Vincent D'Souza, thank you very much for coming on and giving us a, a tantalizing behind-the-scenes peek at your book. So, as I say, everybody, at the end of my podcasts, I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you are in the world. Stay safe. Until next time. Mm-hmm.